Hey Val. Hey Al. Welcome to the Deep Commentaries trailer. Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners. We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D-Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. What's up, twitch.tv slash the Trident Network. Thank you, everybody, who is joining us live if you are doing so. And thank you, everybody, who is joining us via a podcast in the future if that is how you are choosing to intake this. This is I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. I am Trent Dozier, and I love improv, and I'm happy to be here once again, a beautiful Wednesday where we're going to do some improv, baby. Uh, Before we get into it, though, as always, first, we need to meet our technical uh, producer of the show, the heart and soul. Please say what's up if you're in the chat. Give her some love. It's Val Agnew. What's Hello, up, Val? How's it going, Val? Oh, I'm pumped to be here. Oh, it's a beautiful Wednesday oh. and we're having fun. It's beautiful in Chicago today? No, but <laughs> it's beautiful because we're here with you. It's beautiful spiritually. <laughs> Yes, it's cold and rainy, but, oh, you know. I'm sorry to hear you that. Warm, you warm our, our hearts wherever you are. Well, I specifically am in Burbank, <laughs> California, and it is literally beautiful here, so I'm feeling good. I'm sorry to everybody who literally doesn't have a beautiful day or evening <laughs> outside. Um, but, yeah, thank you, Val. Well, I will try to warm everybody's spirits with... A little improv over the next hour. That sounds good. Uh, Of course, uh, as I mentioned, we are a part of the Trident Network. If you are watching live on the Twitch stream right now, you can uh, subscribe to the Trident Network somewhere. uh, Hit that purple button somewhere down here. Am I pointing at it, Val? Great. Yeah, you're close. It's somewhere. It's in that region. Um, Subscribe to it. Also, if you are, uh, if you have an Amazon Prime subscription. You can subscribe to a Twitch channel for a month for free. <laughs> and why not make this month's free subscription the Trident Network? It could be cool. We we stream Monday through Wednesday, and it's not just this show. We got a lot of fun streaming shows um, all the time on the Trident Network, in addition to, of course, uh, some pre-recorded videos and some uh, podcasts. And as I've said before, this show is all three. It's the perfect show. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> anything else, Val, or should we get to our guest for this week well actually i forgot to remind you so i'll just say please please uh we now have another way that you can support us if you're not into giving big daddy bezos any more money uh we have a tip jar whoa uh, where you can just directly tip us and that money goes i just put the link in the chat that money goes towards all of the amazing uh, content producers on all three of our branches. Wow. So, uh, if you can spare anything at all, you can support us that way also. Um, and the only other thing I wanted to say, because you said podcasts, is, and it reminded me, it is D-Commentaries, which is another podcast on the Trident. That Network. Val one is the host of. That I am the host of. It is our one-year birthday today. Wow! 
happy birthday, Val and Al and D commentaries and all your fans, of which I Thank am you. one. <laughs> we know you're our favorite fan. Thank you. I have I have not listened to the most recent episode yet, The Luck of the Irish, but that is a movie that I do love because it involves basketball, which I love, and Disney, which I also love. I have no shame in admitting that. So There's no shame in it. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, great. Any any final thoughts, or are we ready to get into it? No, let's do it. Let's oh, do it. baby. I am uh, so excited for this week's guest. Um, this is uh, a dear friend of mine who I have also been – so lucky to be able to improvise with a ton because I think they're a great improviser. Um, in fact, it would be foolish to have someone who I don't think is a good improviser on the show. Uh, but I think uh, she is a wonderful improviser, um, and I'm going to tell you all about her right now. The team we were on together is the often discussed on this podcast, Fair Dinkum. I'm sure we're going to do a little dink talk at the end. Uh, she's one of the dinks. Maybe the smallest little dink in all the land. Uh, please, everybody in the chat, say what's up to this week's guest, Rose Amer. What's up, Rose? Hi. Hi what's up, buddy? Nothing. <laughs> hanging, chilling. How's the? I know it's like three hours later, so maybe it's uh, probably a different uh, setup. But how's the weather in New York currently, where you are? Um, it was cold today. It's cold. Oh. So not great. Okay, I guess Val and uh, Rose are about to move out west. Cool. Really cool for me. Welcome to the sunshine. Come on down. I can't wait. Yay, that's a confirmation, (laughs) everybody. That's a confirmation. We got her. Rose is coming to L.A. Val, you too, or what? I'll think about it. Okay, she'll think about it. You heard it here first. Rose, she's moving. She confirmed it. Um, Sorry. Rose, thank you for being here. <laughs> Super excited to have you here. Hi. Um, Thanks for having me. Uh, Rose, you were saying to me earlier that you haven't done improv since you moved and you're a little nervous, but I think it's good. Correct. I think, I, think, I think you got nothing to worry about because back in the day, you were a freaking little natural when it comes to improv. <laughs> Seriously, one of my favorite people to improvise with, and I was so happy you were on Fair Dinkum. Because uh, that means we got to play together like two times a week for a, a year or two years or however long. However long that was, we flew close to the sun. Maybe everybody so did. Uh, all of Chicago. Yeah. And then we all burned up when the pandemic happened. Um, <laughs> uh, so Rose and I are going to do some improv uh, for everybody watching and or listening right now. And in order for us to do that... We are going to need a suggestion, which if you are watching live, you can put it uh, into the chat right now. Uh, two things. First, um, we like suggestions that are large and robust. So instead of just uh, the suggestion of cards, maybe you would put in the suggestion of Rose is a blackjack dealer and Trent is at the blackjack table and he's on a hot streak and he's also got a peg leg. You know, something fun like that. Um, Now, if you have never seen Rose or myself improvise um, and maybe you want a little more insight into uh, uh, the the improv that we do that can maybe help inform the scene you would like to see us do and also the suggestion you might give, um, well, you're in luck because I'm about to tell Rose and everybody listening and or watching what I love about her as an improviser. Rose, are you ready to sit there uncomfortably (laughs) and accept compliments? I'm ready. Great. Uh, 
Rose, I think but I think you're you're a great improviser, obviously. Overall, I think you have all the tools in your tool belt. I think the thing to me that makes you uh I think the thing to me that puts you over the top and makes you stand out over other people is I feel like you are never uh you're never not on stage. Everything, whether you're in the wings, uh, or if you're in the background, or if you're the main, obviously, if you're the main person in the scene, you're the focus. <laughs> but you are so good at adding to a world, making everything feel full and real and like of one piece. And I think that was specifically on Fair Dinkum, a team where <clears throat> we had really good attendance. So the shows were typically between eight to 10 people, which is a lot and can be overbearing. But, um, you know, in in that sense, not everybody can be the focus. And I think Rose, more than anybody on that team, and I think probably in all of Chicago you were one of the best at this, is just, like, finding your spot in the show even if you didn't feel like you were the main focus. Now, when you're the main focus, that's also wonderful. Rose is an incredibly silly person but also very grounded and real and I feel like you blend both of those things really well all the time and um the people I think Val's probably picking up a pattern here but the people I like on the show most of all are people who can be a little mischievous and goofy and I think you definitely have that streak in you you uh you can fuck with people which I also like in an improv uh, <laughs> performer and um you know just above all else as a as a human being and I think this translates to the improv stage but as a human being you care you care about people you care about people in general but you also care about you know your friends and you want to make sure you know everybody is not just having fun but also being successful and so the greatest gift of rose is is rose she's like the best one of the best teammates you could possibly ask for both literally on stage and and also just in life uh rose was that too much or did i hit the nail on the head that was so cute Trent. <laughs> no i mean that felt accurate i don't feel like i remember what i don't remember a single improv scene i've ever done me either <laughs> Me I believe either. you. That's the same. I I also love that ability to just be like, well, that was the show, and <laughs> and then you know we'll do another one tomorrow. You know, picking up and moving on. Um. All right. Well, with all that being said, uh, if you would like to give a suggestion, throw that in the chat now. Um. If you have already given a suggestion, thank you. Uh, Val, how are things looking? Uh, suggestion wise in the chat. We have a great suggestion from AJ Piggytron. Oh, AJ Piggytron. Thank you, AJ. (laughs) Um, I'm going to add one extra detail to this suggestion. Okay. Rose is a Hungry Hungry Hippos game champion. (laughs) and And Trent is a vacuum cleaner salesman thinking of a career change that would force him to move across the country. Wow. Okay. Ready. Ready? Thank you, Val. Thank you, AJ. Wait, what was AJ's name? AJ Funky? AJ Piggytron. I was going to say Tippy Toes, and I was like, that doesn't feel right. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, AJ Piggytron. Time! (sighs) 
Wow, that that was good work, <sighs> Gene. That was that was Thank uh, you. twelve seconds total. Ah, <sighs> shit! I need to be two seconds You'll faster. You'll get there. You'll get there. You just gotta get the. You just gotta get your uh, wrist back in shape, and then bada bing, bada boom, it's gonna be perfect. I'm so riled up. Thank you. Thank you for being my support system. This is you riled up. You seem. You seem pretty tranquil. Yes. <laughs> I didn't. I. I don't. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to call you out, Gene. But it's. Uh, I. I'm. Tr- I'm trying. Yeah, I just. Trying. I just meant it seems like it. It does seem like everything's. You're. You don't seem. You're not. Um. Uh. You're not giving off a, a riled up energy. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. I hear what you're saying. Um. I just, how do you have the energy to do it? To do what? Live my, live my, I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> to do <laughs> Just it. like live or? You know, you, to push the cart and to, to take the broom hey, around. I, listen, being a, being a traveling salesman isn't like what it used to be back in the 70s. I, uh, you know. <laughs> People, you know, it, it, there's a lot of rejection in what I'm doing day to day. A ton of rejection, and um, over time, you get you get rejected long enough where you you don't really build up expectations for um, acceptance. So when an acceptance happens, it's like really cool. And um, oh, yeah. I'm you don't. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Just like no, it's fine. I no, it's fine. I, I don't. I don't know what's happening to me today. Gene, <laughs> do you want a water? I can get you a water. Would you like a water? Gene, would you like some water? Yeah. I think I will walk you a water. Thank you. I would like a water. Thank you. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> okay. 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 You got to swallow the water. It's okay. Just, just take your time. Breathe. Breathe through it. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna be okay. There. You're you're putting all this artificial pressure on yourself to <sighs> to beat this record. I. You know. I. Maybe this is a downfall of myself. Maybe this is why. You know. I'm still a traveling vacuum salesman. Um. In in the 2020s. But I just think that you need to um have a little slack for yourself. You you're a top four hungry hungry hippo player in the world. And if you don't achieve top top one status i think that's okay there's you know i i i don't know how many vacuum salesmen there are that are better than me probably hundreds if not thousands but you're no that can't be right well that can't maybe, be right travel you have the highest you have you have the highest sales in the tri-state area. yeah but that's it's a big it's a big area and i have the high according to traveling salesmen yes, weekly yes. And I'm one of the few. <laughs> Most of the vacuum salesmen are based out of some type of brick and mortar location, so it's a lot easier for me to rise up those ranks. But you know, it's not as um, I don't know. It's not as rewarding as. But you're a trailblazer in your industry. I suppose if you look at it that way. I... Well, that's that I is how I, I look am. at it. No, I think you're right, Gene. I think you're right. I think I am a bit of a trailblazer. I, I guess I should uh, should listen to my own advice and maybe maybe power through and take over something. Oh my God, think this through. What I would do. 
your dreams so that I don't have to focus what are on my mine. dreams? I don't know. I just yeah. Um, I would like to get married someday, start a family, settle down, and then maybe yeah. Easy. I, think I just got to find the right person, and then I won't have to travel. I can do sales from my couch or whatever, or the internet. I hear the internet is a, a good way to get people your products nowadays. So. Um, I've also heard of the internet. <laughs> Good. I mean, it feels like feels like both of our specialties, traveling salesmen and hungry, hungry hippos, those are more of like uh, pre-internet activities that uh, not a lot of people are still doing anymore. I feel like nowadays people are either buying their vacuums online or playing hungry, hungry hippos online, maybe downloading some type of app or something. I know. I mean... It doesn't really feel like it means that much to be top four when there's only five <laughs> professional hungry, hungry hippo players in the United only f- States. I didn't realize it was that low. I didn't. Uh, it's really oh, not a I'm lot. Sorry, Dean. I feel like I've been. I might have changed up my messaging to you if I knew there was only uh, <laughs> only five of you total, and I was. Well, okay, okay. Well, what would you say now? Well, I do feel bad. No, I know you know. I know now. I do feel bad because I do think it's kind of the exact opposite message of what I was trying to push forward before. But it's like if there's only five of you, I I'd say go for the top. Let's train to be number one. I think yeah. so. I don't mind continuing to put in the hours here with you. I I feel like it's it's good for for us to bond and for you to get better at hungry hungry hippos and you know it doesn't really. We only train at night, so it doesn't really eat into my traveling salesman time. Um, nobody wants to buy a vacuum in the dark. I'm more of a daytime dealer, so yeah. Sorry, I can't. Uh, sorry, I can't pay you in money. <laughs> That's okay. I thought there was going to be another word after uh, money, because <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, no, it's okay. I. No, I mean I could pay you in other stuff, but just I just don't I just have any enjoy money. your I enjoy your company. I enjoy, quite frankly, the thing that I find most rewarding is to be. Yeah, I you love do? being around. Um, you know, like an athlete of your caliber. Wow. Okay. I I, I didn't I don't um, mean that like. <clears throat> oh, but you do, oh I didn't. No, know I mean I do. Well, I mean, mean it. That. I that's not what I mean. Me saying that's not what I mean is not what I meant to say, if that makes sense. <laughs> I did I did mean it. I did totally. mean it. Um, do you want kids, or should we get back to training, or <laughs> just? No, I mean, we could take a, um, sure, a little yeah, break. Yeah, we can take a break. Just a little chat break. Um, yeah, I've thought about kids, you know? Um I think maybe, maybe two. Oh, yeah. That, honestly, uh, I do feel like two kids is kind of like um, the perfect number because uh, then it's more exciting because, like, they could either be best friends for life or they could be, like, enemies. Yeah. Hate each could other. Be, like, a really – Yeah. A really – Either way, it's good <laughs> entertainment. A really, like, serious conflict. Right? Yeah. Like, potentially forever. And then, like, if, say, me and my wife, you know – get divorced or something and then we have to fight over the kids and maybe we if the kids are best friends then we break them up and hmm i guess i would want more well say me and my <laughs> husband get a divorce 
and and our two kids uh-huh. are enemies and um then Get we can one. each yeah take one and that's, that's kind, kind of a happy yeah. ending i mean i yeah Except i definitely the divorce, if but... i if i got married if i got married yes. i definitely wouldn't want right it to then you know lead to an eventual divorce yeah and a divorce yeah no for sure i i too when i get married someday i'm i'm hoping that 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 yeah, that stays I would marriage love for it to happen and then to stay right i want it to stay like it was it, yeah mm-hmm. right uh-huh well have you mm, mm-hmm. well what do you think about um do you like dinner yeah i like oh i was that's so crazy because i was just thinking about dinner because it's like right? night so i was it's night could be a time. good time to like now. go get dinner um you know all that hungry, hungry hippo wings sure made me a hungry, hungry <laughs> That's good. You're really, you're funny too. That's great. It's crazy that you're so good of an athlete and Stop. also like funny as a person. That's why, honestly, it's wild to think about. And if I, like, if I not, I'm not implying anything here, obviously, but if I were to think about a future partner for myself like i would want them to be a good athlete and funny that's like that's great and you like dinner like that's like the trifecta right there what more could you ask i don't know you know what i and when i think about my future spouse and what i would want them to be like i i think boy i i would really love it if they could they're good at convincing people like of stuff like a like like a salesman like a, um, yeah, kind of like a salesman. Try, oh. Try state. Oh. Try, I mean, I'm, I just, off the top of my head. Well, no, I, I guess I didn't mean oh. it like that. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Right. No, no, I, I did. Yeah. Um, no, I get it. Yeah. No, I did, I, but I did mean, I, I, I do want that. That is something that I think is um, hot. Okay. Okay. Um, I also love it when the room is clean. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> these are just things that my, I love. <laughs> not to, just because you're bringing that up, so it's making me think about it. You know, not to, not to brag. I mean, I guess I'll brag a little bit, but like because I'm a vacuum salesman, my room is like every room in the apartment I'm in is like pretty clean all the time. I just have all, you know, so it's like, wow. yeah, just kind of like cleanliness is like a big thing for me. <laughs> I love to be, I also love when things are clean. Actually, it's funny that you say that. Um, and yeah, I guess, I guess like I'm funny. a good uh, salesman. Yeah, I guess I'm a good salesman too. And so, yeah, so like those are things you're looking for. So that's kind of, that's wild. Um, have you? Weird how that, you, um, that's weird. Have you been to Chili's? I've never been to a Chili's. What's that? It's um, a dinner spot. 
they have really good fajitas. Uh, you get like a plate, and it the meat sizzles. Whatever meat you get, shrimp, chicken, beef, whatever, you can get a combination. And the the vegetables, it's all on like this board, but there it's like a sizzle. It's like fresh ch- chilies has fresh fajitas, so it's like we could go there um, and ha- maybe have wow. dinner because that's a thing both of us are uh, <clears throat> both of us are super into and. Um, <laughs> I think you're the smartest, most cultured person I've ever met. I just, I really admire those, I really just admire those qualities in you. Um, Jean, I am not trying to be too forward here, but would you be interesting, interested, would you be interested in uh, going to Chili's with me for dinner um, as a, uh, as a, you know, as a, uh, as a date? Trainer and trainee? No, as a, oh, yeah. Oh, it's a date. Like a romantic, yeah, like romantic, like a romantic, like a romantic. I'm a, I'm a romantic. Like for Oh, I would love that. Okay. Okay. Things are. Right? Yeah, I would. That's not. No, yeah. Is that inappropriate? Was that. I should have. No, no. Oh, was this a trick? No. Was this a no, test? No, no. I wasn't. I wasn't. Was this a test of my strength and I failed? No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't at all. Um, okay, no, good. it was no no type of. Sorry, I'm just still feeling very emotionally. No, it's okay. Raw. My, my, my training style, there's no tricks. I am a straightforward. I'm straightforward when I train. So if if there's a test, I'm gonna say this is a test. Let's see if you pass. There's uh, no pop quiz, no surprises, um, or anything. Just a normal like um, uh, you know, just a normal just a normal trainer for hungry hungry hippos, um, or whatever, uh, whatever I'm doing. Um, so oh, you do other stuff too. Well, I mean, I I train some um other uh people. In vacuum salesing, uh, door-to-door traveling salesman. Who else do you train? Oh, just some local, some local guys you might have heard of. Um, they're called. Are they younger than me? Are they younger than you? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, they're just out of, they're just out of uh, high school. They're they're in the uh, community, the local community college, and um, it's kind of it's not a class officially, but they're, um, yeah, they're younger than you, but they're you know, trying to get their foot in the traveling salesman door. Um, Are they funny too? Oh, I'm, they, I'm, they make me laugh a little. I mean, yeah, some of them do take improv at the community college and they're, I mean, pretty quick witted. I don't know if you've seen, <laughs> it's pretty good stuff. I've never seen improv. Not even on TV. You've never seen an episode of whose line is it anyway? I don't have a TV. <laughs> That's why you're so good at Hungry Hungry Hippos. You have the focus of a champion. There's no distractions. I, You know what? No distractions. You have no distractions. I, Gene, I don't think I can take you to to dinner at Chili's in a romantic capacity anymore. I, I wouldn't want to interfere with you achieving your goal of getting but to the top. But we're ahead of my training schedule. I know, but I just, like, I don't want to, I, I wouldn't want to be the reason that you don't achieve your goals here. 
hungry hungry hippo wise it was a it was a great it was a really nice sentiment but i think we just go as trainer and trainee maybe can we still get the fajitas yeah it's like one of the top things on the menu we can get the fajitas I just, I know our relationship didn't last very long, but it meant a lot to me. It really did. Okay, and I, I think I'm forever changed. You know, you made me believe in myself in a way that I have never believed in myself before. Okay? And coach, coach. Yeah. Yes, Jean. <clears throat> I don't want to be too forward. Nice. Say what you got to say. <sighs> but you are the most important man in my life. I don't want to be too forward, though. I don't know if I can continue on as your head trainer. Seems like our sexual tension would just make it too difficult. <laughs> for this relationship to continue without it moving into a territory where so who's going to train me I, I don't know I can maybe talk to some of the kids down at the community college not the kids <laughs> I don't, the kids don't know anything they have their tiktoks and their e-cigarettes and they don't know what games are yeah, but they're smart. They they pick things up fast. They I think they could I think we could get them to a point where they're I'll train them to train you and then they'll train you and they're I mean they're 20, 20 years old and they all have acne so you certainly won't find any of them attractive. They're not like full-grown men like I am. So um yeah, so you won't be distracted by your new coach. It'll be good. It'll be good. This is this is for the best. So you can achieve your dream, and and I'll keep yeah bopping around. Yeah, yeah. No, it, this doesn't hurt at all. I feel great. I feel great too. I have so much energy and will to live. Okay, I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scene. No, I'm I'm That's good. That's the scene. That's the scene. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what a rising note to end that scene. Oh, uh, yeah. that's that was uh, so fun. I feel like we Val, maybe maybe it? you maybe you'll know, yeah. but I feel like we've never done like a that felt. I want to say like forbidden love, but that that doesn't feel like necessarily the right. Like I feel like usually everyone's way more like yes, and now we're in love, and that's the. I mean, in the scenes we've done in the past. Um, yeah, or it's been unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One a one way street. Yeah, never has it been like yeah. uh, both of us wanting to do it, but then finding reasons not to. It was a great game, the whole uh. scene. It was wonderful. My favorite line of the whole thing was, "I know our relationship didn't last yeah. very long." <laughs> All one minute of it that got me. Yeah, Rose, you you got me a couple times with a couple different things. (laughs) So funny. Uh, That was fun. Rose does all the little things well, like I said, including like that moment specifically, Val, that you talked about. 
that's so funny because like obviously her character put so much uh kind of stock into everything that was happening always and like you know clearly she's given so much to these hungry hungry hippos and for her for her to like take that and be like yeah these this one minute where we were gonna go they didn't even go on the date they were like talking about the date and for you then rose to construe that to like she would think that's a full relationship like that's like so funny so it's so smart you're smart rose you're smart and funny incredible (laughs) no that was really fun i like felt like 30 seconds in i was like oh i blacked out during the suggestion and now now we're here (laughs) and now we're here oh go ahead um no but i had i had fun i was like mostly just those it was very important for me to tonight, have fun. To have fun. <laughs> hey, I having fun. That's my number one. Goal. And you're the best at Thank that. Thank you. That's my goal going into every show that. is for me personally to have fun. My number two goal is for everybody else on my team to also have fun. But I can only help everyone else have fun, you know, so much. Um, but yeah, I always yeah. try to have fun. That's my that's my number one goal. Um, mm. How so? You you didn't do any. Um, zoom improv or anything during the pandemic like once you left chicago this is my first wow so how did it how did it feel doing improv for the first time in i mean nearly like what two years to the day just about truly yeah like march friday march 13th i think was last that does sound like what the Um, third income show was 2020 yeah Yeah. um no I, i think i was like before this i was a little concerned just because I agree with what you said in the beginning. I think I'm mostly a show player. Uh, mm-hmm. And that doesn't seem like a thing on Zoom Prov. Yeah. Like there's not, I can't go into your environment and do stuff. Yeah. So a lot of that's, I was like, oh, what else improv do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because I can only, like, even when I think back on Fair Dinkum shows, I'm like, I can remember being like Big Ben. Yes. That is the one that comes like, to mind. I made too. myself a big old clock. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, other little things like being raindrop. Like, that's the stuff I remember doing, yeah. <laughs> which is not like scene work. No. At, but it's cool for me. I, it's fun for I me. I mean, I but... agree too. The thing I, when I think about Fair Dinkum the most, I do think about those, like, uh, shoot, what's the word? Like, the things that are like, um, yeah, it's never the main, whatever the improv scene is. It's like, all of us being some weird thing together or like I think of the scenes where like we are a hundred people and we're like running throughout the whole theater and stuff like that. I never, you're totally, I mean, fair dinkum specifically. I never think of like, wow, that was a really strong two person scene that we had. Even, even (laughs) though those exist, but like that's not what the, the team was like, you're going to enjoy this 25 minutes as a whole. And yeah. you're going to walk away with more of a feeling than a, uh, like specific memories. I feel like, like, I, I can't remember if we were talking about this before we went live on Twitch or if we were talking about it at the beginning when I was talking about you, but, uh, I, I think it was before. Cause we were, we were saying that you couldn't remember any of the improv you had done. Like you don't remember any yeah. scenes. And I mean, I feel like that's how I was after shows always because 
like you said, my number one goal was always to have fun. So yeah. basically I graded shows on like how I felt afterwards. And like, I was, I would always be like, I felt great during that show. So I'm pretty sure it was a good show. And then if yeah. anyone was like, what scenes did you do? I would be like, mm, I don't know. I think I did a scene with Rose and <laughs> I think I talked to Val at some point, but it was fun. I felt good. So like, I, I'm, I'm way more about like, feelings uh when it comes to improv as opposed to being like well when rose was the scientist in the third scene and val was her like i just Mm -hmm. can't remember and i think it's because i choose not to not because it's bad or good but because i do so much improv that i'm just like oh that felt that felt good yeah i wish my brain did that (laughs) my brain does not do that my brain is like, oh, I felt like that was fun. And then we get backstage and then I talk myself out of that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, no. And then I go home crying, which is so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Especially in retrospect, none of those theaters even exist anymore. Yeah, but I can't explain how dumb I felt like four months in when I was like, oh, really, truly, like, what the hell was I doing? Yeah making this something stressful you're not i mean <laughs> and, and you're not it's make them yeah, you're not the only one yes it is make ups val knows this i say it almost every show we are a bunch yeah. of adults who have paid a crazy yes. amount of money over x amount of months maybe even years to be taught how to properly make believe on stage <laughs> so it's like you are I yeah. I trust me. I'm sure you know this, but you are not the only person in the world who during the pandemic was like, "Wow, I put way too much stock into the Chicago yeah. improv scene and stuff like that." Yeah. I, like obviously was a tough go of it the panny, but like <laughs> I I feel like that was a lesson I it would have taken me a solid decade yeah. more to learn. <laughs> and I'm I'm grateful at least that I have that. That's why I was like even when my body was doing all the pre-show mm-hmm. stuff, like the cold sweats and the thinking I have to go to the bathroom, I was like, don't let that take you to the wrong place or whatever. Yeah. Not to be hippy-dippy about it. But yeah. like, yeah, I just like, I didn't want to like be pulled back in my body to those feelings. Yeah. Because what the heck is the point? No, I, I totally agree. It was all these, you know, kind of uh, artificial, like, um, uh, hierarchies that we kind of set up for yeah. ourselves in Chicago, which if you really think about it was insane. I mean, it's insane on its face alone, but <laughs> it's also even crazier. If you think about like, we were basically like here, step one is whatever. And then in our eyes, step two was the step up where we're still not getting paid to do improv. And then the next step was another step where we're also still not getting paid to do improv. And, you know, there's 10 steps, and at the 10th step is, like, Second City, I guess. And you get paid yeah. there, but there's only 12 to 30 people who they employ at a time, and there were, you know, 500 good improvisers in Chicago. And then you finish your Second City yeah. run, and you move to L.A., and you're just on the bottom of the totem pole again. So it's, like, all these artificial things that – this is something Nia and I have talked a lot about of just, like, you yeah. know – Nia is now famously retired, retired improviser. Yes. Nia, former <laughs> former guest of the show and composer of the theme song, retired improviser Nia D'Amelio. Um, <laughs> but she was just like, you know, it's all 
stupid and i agree and now it's basically like i feel like now you can really see the people who are still doing improv are doing it because they love it me yeah um and you know i've come to um the realization and the acceptance that you know doing improv isn't really going to get me anywhere i just like to do improv because what (laughs) (laughs) if you can believe (gasps) yeah there's like you know and then it was crazy that Chicago kind of turned into, I mean, at least I think like the last three years that you and I were there, Val still there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like those last three years, so probably like 2017, 18, 19, there was so much mm-hmm. emphasis on the showcase, which is written characters. And then you get to be on SNL, which is a written show. And it's like, yeah, this is I the theater is IO improv, right? It, it just like it doesn't if you think about it, it, like it just doesn't make sense that we were all, you know, vying for that when we've spent all this money to learn how to not write, basically, and just how to yeah. improvise. It's all backwards. They, yeah. And they did such a good job of getting us all on a conveyor belt where we're so busy yes. that we don't notice that we're not actually making any meaningful forward progress toward anything. And really the most important thing is that you don't need to make any forward progress towards anything. It's improv. It's just just do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember like sometime during the pandemic, uh, Michael and I were listening to uh, a podcast talking about that cult Nexium. Yes. And they were talking about how, like, you have to take classes and you have to get other people to sign yeah. up for classes. And then you get these, Cult. like, th- you get these, like, scarves in different colors that you yes. can wear that show how many yes. classes you've taken and all this bullshit. And, I, and he and I looked at each other. We were like, oh, it lines up too perfectly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's insane. We both just joined a cult yeah. and didn't yeah. realize it and spent so much money, just like those yes. people in the museum did. We- Nia and I watched the HBO documentary about Nixium, and like mm-hmm. halfway through episode yeah. one, we looked at each other and we were like, "This is improv, but nobody's funny. Like that's what this cult is. <laughs> right. This yeah. is just improv. Right. Exactly. This is improv, but the guy's trying to have sex with everybody, which, oh yeah, which sometimes is improv. Oh, yeah. So that it's still tracks. Improv. That was so yeah, that was improv, but nobody was funny, and everybody's trying to have sex with each other. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I really like what you said, Rose, too, about like. If you if the pandemic never happened, it would have taken you like ten years to realize because I yeah. something we were talking about the other day, me and Nia were was like we were basically like I specifically was doing shows probably like six nights a week at that at that point. Yeah, and I was getting to a point where I was like um basically had it down to maybe like three two or three weekly shows and then just kind of rotating wherever they put slice at the mm-hmm. time and i was like yeah so this is this is much better i'm doing way less i'm only doing three shows a week maybe four and then just kind of taking a step back from that and being like that's that's also nuts because we were still getting paid z- that's the other thing we were not getting paid yeah. anything all of this was you know for the love of the game and yeah it's just crazy that the pandemic happened and we were all able to take that step back and just being like, wow, even when I thought I was chilling out, I was still doing like way too mm-hmm. much. Yeah. That's so wild to me that I remember that those first two weeks of being mm-hmm. shut down, just the feeling of like being like flung off the hamster yeah. wheel was very potent. Yes. And it's just like, 
and now I feel like I'm watching people just hop right back on oh, that little hamster wheel. I'm like, girl. That's my concern too. Especially yeah. if like IO opens in any kind of capacity like it was yeah. before. Like people, you know, people were all ready to boycott when it wasn't open, but I mm-hmm. guarantee you that if it opens and they hold Herald auditions, there will be a line out oh, the door yeah. just like there would have been any other year. Yeah, and I might be in that line. <laughs> I'm moving back. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's like I really want to hold on to like, yeah, just trying to have fun. And I, I'm so grateful I was on the dinks because I feel like that's where I learned how to do mm. that. I remember uh, a year into Fair Dinkum, I think we did, Rudy did like a check-in with everybody. Like, what's what has everybody yeah. learned? Uh, and that's what you said, that you learned how to have fun. And literally everybody was mm-hmm. like, Rose, yay! <laughs> She's having fun! She graduated. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Yeah. So no. you haven't done improv for two years, and you're in New York right yep. now, and you don't have, like, a team or anything. Please. Are you, you – would you consider yourself a retired improviser like Nia, or are you just waiting for something to happen, you know, like for an no, opportunity I... or – like when I like when I texted you and was like, "You want to do this?" Were you like, "Oh shit, I gotta come out of retirement," or were you like, "Hooray, <laughs> something to do"? No, I don't. I don't think I'm retired. I was definitely on hiatus. Mm. I think it was just like, obviously, the pandemic yes. was happening. Um, there was just there. I think there was something about Zoomprov that wasn't super appealing at the beginning to me, just because I. I am a show player (laughs) and I was like, that ain't my gig. Um, But now at this point, it's been so long. I'm like, gimme, gimme. (laughs) And also it's my buddy Trent. So how could I say no? But um, no, I really want to do it. I, this thing I'm struggling with now is that I don't know anyone. And the idea of like going to a jam. Are there jam? Like, I don't know. Blind. I haven't really, I'm still trying to navigate the L.A. comedy scene. You know, it's a lot of characters yeah. and it's a lot of stand-up. And I'm like, I would love to do some improv on any of these shows. Anybody got some improv slots? That's the other thing is I think Chicago just spoils you because yes. there's like, it, there's no other improv town like it. You know, yeah, it's, there isn't. she's the Mecca. Uh, yes, the Mecca is <laughs> the perfect way to describe it. I, I have been yeah. saying recently it was, uh, you know, grad school for for. I think comedy at large, but definitely Absolutely. improv. Um, and I, yeah, I've said this privately to people, but I'll say it publicly now. <laughs> All the shows, yeah, look around. <laughs> the shows I'm, the shows I'm seeing in LA so far, in my opinion, the funniest people on all these shows are just the people who I knew in Chicago, who are now funnier. Yeah. It's like Cam, Cam and I, former guest Cam Hurt. Uh, we're talking the other day about like the difference between a Chicago performer and an LA performer. And it's just like an LA performer when they're like, I'm just going to, I'm just trying some stuff out. And you can truly mm-hmm. tell that they're trying stuff out. But like when a mm-hmm. chi- when we see a Chicago performer do that, you can still see like how thoroughly thought out everything is. And even, even when it's like a clear bit that they've done before, um everything just is like crisper and i'm just like yeah i mean we were in the mm. fucking you know oven for so long yeah and we never give ourselves credit for we that don't. i feel like we're 
we're so quick to be like it didn't work and then it's a weird i feel like chicago was a very weird mix of um everybody being uh really humble but also like uh being jealous i think of other people and you had to find mm. that's y'all yeah, made a face when you said humble <laughs> I... <laughs> this might be Sorry. controversial i think that a lot of it was performative mm. humility like i i i think that like a lot of people you know <clears throat> would just as soon you know forget who you were if it meant that they were going to get an opportunity yeah yeah but like until that point they would like be really nice and go to your shows yeah. or whatever so like and that's not everybody but i do think that that was a, a cultural thing in chicago because yeah it worked you know people yeah. like would be successful because they would just kind of like look out for number one and mm -hmm. i mean that's how it worked so i don't exactly blame no. anyone yeah. for doing that yeah. if it worked for them but at the same time like i do think that that, that like a lot of the sort of what at least to me was meant to be humility was just sort of like people being nice when it was convenient yeah. but there I mean, was also I'm, I'm a little well jaded. i think it's totally fair first <laughs> of all val um and i think your point's completely valid i also think there was there's also that weird thing of like um you you know you're in the scene for x amount of time and there's like people you see like the thing that comes to mind is people on herald teams who wouldn't like even talk to you and then you're on then you get put on a herald team and they're like oh rose heard you're on a herald team now guess i think we're friends now cuz i'm also Ew. on a herald team so there was a lot of that too so i mean i'm i'm totally with you Val. but yeah you got to find and i'm gotta, i yeah i'm spicy cuz like i was never on a herald <laughs> team so like i felt it like especially when the den started performing yeah. at io like you know we would open for herald shows yeah. and like the teams wouldn't even come in with their set they would come out and watch each that's other trash. Yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, that's just like, it was, it when you're not in the in club, yeah. it feels very different than and I, you are. And I, you know, yeah. without naming names, I think that would happen at other theaters too. Like with, like, and, oh, yeah. you know, like a senior yeah. Herald team would not watch a, a, a newer Herald team. Um, it's just like. I think it happens in it def LA and New York does. too. It happens like, in oh, LA sure. for sure. Yeah, of course. And so people sure. like. Yeah, everywhere. there was a huge culture of people just being like, shows at 8, I'll show up at 8.05, we won't do a warm-up, just walk right in. And I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure when we all learned how to do improv, we were showing up 30 minutes early, we were warming up as a team, yeah. like, I maybe we don't need to be there 30 minutes early and do a full 30-minute warm-up, but like, I love, you know, getting to a show early and just checking in with everybody on my team and like... There are definitely people like on Fair Dinkum who want to warm up, and I don't think necessarily all of us were like, we got to warm up, but like we all wanted to yeah. be there and be like within each other's company, whether we were. Yeah, there was definitely like varying shades of um, intensity yes. with that kind of stuff, just based on like who we are as people, you know, like, <laughs> like, like Ian's gonna write notes yeah. on everything, and, and, you know, like, and Jared might not show up Other to a rehearsal things. or a show. And Jared yeah. might not show that's up, the, and that's fine. And it's like everyone falls between Jared and Ian <laughs> in terms of a hundred percent. Those were, but it like we all still like ca like care yeah. for the team and had energy towards the exactly. team in the same way. And they were two people who, I think, all ten of us, but both of them specifically, wanted to 
be there when they were there, you know? So that's yeah. why Ian Absolutely. takes extensive notes on rehearsals and everything because that's how he learns best. And it was like, sometimes I would, I would read his recaps yeah. and I'd just be like, this is, I can't remember what I did two seconds ago before I opened this email. This is like, <laughs> and it was, you know, super helpful to kind of go back and look through things. Yeah. So. No, I think I read through them like 10 months ago. Cause I was like, I don't remember anything about uh, Chicago. <laughs> Oh so, my god. Thanks, okay, Ian. we can wrap it up there with Rose reminiscing about <laughs> reading two year old emails from Ian in our rehearsal recaps. Um uh Rose uh has nothing to plug, but you can Google her and find out more information about her. She's got a website that she said offers clicking abilities, so check it out. You can click stuff. Uh Rose, this is great. Thank you so freaking much. Uh, for being on the show, I miss you. I was glad we got to do some improv. Thanks for having me. Uh, and I'm miss I'm you. glad, I'm glad that you announced that you're moving to LA. Incredible! Yeah, so good, so good. I'm gonna get Can't in trouble for that. You. I mean, I hope John's gonna hold me to that. I hope so. We'll see you guys out here sooner rather than like Probably. you know if you need to crash on a couch or something before like we got a couch. So hell okay, yeah, sounds week. good. Uh, Val, thank you as always. Um, Wonderful work Thank from you. you. The show uh, literally couldn't exist if it wasn't for Val. Uh, it would look like crap. Um, and and Val Val's the master. <laughs> um, support the Trident Network in any way you can. Keep supporting it by watching um, the stream, subscribing, hitting that button, becoming a subscriber, um, listening to the podcast, watching the videos. Um, we love you. Uh, we love all the uh, – does the Trident Network fans have a – have a name like trident heads or anything or Ooh. no i don't like trident heads no, no that trident sucks. heads that's, that's what you came up with <laughs> i did not <laughs> don't take it don't take it shout out to all the party dolphins out there huh how about that there we go uh, party uh and thanks everybody for watching uh whether you're turning in tuning in live right now or if you listen to a podcast and thank you to aj party honker what was it <laughs> Thank you, AJ Party Honker, for the suggestion. Uh, thank you, Rose. Thank you, Val. Thank you, everybody. This is thank I Love you. Improv with Trent Dozier. And as always, please remember, Woo! I love it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen, and be sure to subscribe to and follow the Trident Network on Twitch. I Love Improv with Trent Dozier is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The I Love Improv live stream features technical support from Val Agnew, the theme music was composed by Nia D'Amelio, and the podcast was edited by me. We return on Wednesday, April 13th, live on twitch.tv slash the Trident Network at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern.